Alright guys, I'm here with Reagan and Danny. How are Hi. you guys doing? Fantastic. Great. Good. Sweet. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about different education models. It's predominantly traditional and alternative methods. Um, alternative sometimes known as progressive. So before we do that though, let's do a coffee check. I will go first. I got my seven brew, and today I got a pumpkin blondie. Ooh, Very good. You like it? I do. Okay. It's good. Switched it up for my caramel macchiato. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then I've got my medium roast with vanilla from home. Love it. So. And I'm feeling a cold coming on, so I actually have like a little juice mixer with some immunity boosters in it. Oh. Hmm. Trying to cut okay. back on the coffee when I start feeling the sniffles. <laughs> Yeah. I still have coffee. How strong of you? <laughs> I know, right? It's, How do you resist? <laughs> well, the breathing helps, so. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's being able to breathe, yeah. It's, it's, it's essential. Makes sense. Helpful. <clears throat> some people, Some people have strong opinions about education and how to do it, and some people don't really care. So we'll just kind of jump into it, and we'll talk about... We probably can't talk about all of the different types, because there's oh, sure. so many things, yeah. but... So many We'll kind of broadly cover them and maybe get into it and see where we agree or disagree about things. Okay, so what does traditional mean so, to you? To me, it's going to be the public school system. Mm -hmm. um, can private schools go on a weird line for me because they can go, they kind of cross the boundaries. Um, charter schools as well. Um, I would say charter schools are not fully traditional. Um, and I can explain why um, my opinions on that are that way. And then we also have now the public-funded virtual schools, which I think are more close to a traditional than typical homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So if there's a lot of gray area, which is be interesting to see kind of yeah. where we all land on these. For sure. And as far as the private school, which you touched on, I feel like they can go into both categories. Yes. I think it depends on the school and how they're yes. running things. Exactly right. Right. It's going to depend on if it's religious-based or if it's just a Ivy League prep school. Yeah. And mm -hmm. honestly, even in those categories, they can cross. For sure. Yeah. So, and then we have alternative, a.k.a. progressive education models. So, Danny was looking at me crazy earlier. <laughs> like, what is that? Um, to me, I mean, it may mean something different to you, chime in, but to me it just means something other than tr the traditional classroom setting, sitting in a desk for eight hours a day. Yes, I know they don't sit in a desk for eight hours a day, but you understand what I'm getting at. Being in the building. Right. Being in the building, sitting in a classroom, teachers up front, yep. teaching at them, usually. To me, that's like more of a traditional setting. Mm -hmm. So for me, alternative could be homeschooling, unschooling, uh, micro schools, uh, the pods. I don't know if that's really a thing anymore. It was nature a little bit. Nature schools? Yeah, for sure. Nature schools. I love um, What I'm trying to think of some other. There's so many different types. Yeah. Um, but anything that's like just not your normal schooling that you think of, mm -hmm. to me, falls under the alternative or the progressive models of education. Right. So... There are pros and cons to all sides. Oh, yeah. Um, so my husband's a teacher. He's been in the public school system for, I think it's 15 years. Mm -hmm. um, my best friend is an administrator. Her husband, well, principal, 
or that she's assistant principal, her husband's principal. Um, most, I would say I've got at least six friends tied in, like that I went to high school with, into the public school system. And then we're friends with lots of teachers. Yeah. Um, so I am very pro-public school. That being said, there are so many issues that need to be fixed. Um, my opinion on the non-traditional form of school aren't even really negative. Um, there, to me, there is a huge issue of privilege with them, though, and that plays into the fact that my husband always works at Title I schools and like actual Title I schools. Brooklyn is classified as a Title I school. Okay. Really? Yep. So when I, I didn't say know that and yeah, that doesn't make sense. It, it, correct. Um, that all changed as all those new housings and everything. Get oh yeah, in. I know y'all don't. A lot of y'all probably don't know Brooklyn, yeah. but Brooklyn is. Uh, it's a nice I would. Area. It's a nice. Yeah. School district, I would say. And it seems like they've got some good funding and everything, yeah. but there are different rules. Um, they get extra bonuses for being Title One schools, different like different benefits, um, which aren't bad. I know I made that sound like it was negative. It's not. Um, <laughs> My husband has worked at charter schools and he's worked at alternative schools. And in this regard, um, alternative is kids who were kicked out of school for violent issues. Mm-hmm. So they're had students get shot um, outside of school. One of them was one of his favorite stories. <coughs> it's hilarious, but not hilarious. We're not going to go into it. Um, the kid was dumb and was mm. trying to show off. He was fine. Yeah. Minor issue, but still. Um, so a lot of the options that we're going to talk about today aren't an option for the kids that my husband teaches. And so that's kind of the angle that I bring in here. Um, but education in general is a hot mess right now. Yeah. Just Uh, all over the place, which is why I'm glad there are other options. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll jump into, we can talk about some benefits of traditional because I know you're pretty pro. Pretty pro this. Um, traditional, we are going to see the basics get covered. Um, you're going to have daycare, honestly, mm-hmm. for the day. That helps out so much. I mean, childcare for Oliver was $190 a week for a cheap place. Goes in the school, he's getting fed, he's getting education, he's getting playtime, he's actually learning. Um, and I'm not out $190 a week. It's huge. That's yeah. so huge, and that's all over the place. And it does help them get outside of their little, what do you call it, the little safety net. Mm-hmm. Meeting mm-hmm. Out of kids, their comfort zone. Comfort zone. Their... Yes, they have to yeah. do little projects. They are working in the class. Um, and teaching has changed a lot since we were in school. Oh, Probably, yeah. even since you were in school. Probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, it, to me, there's a lot of benefits. Um, just talking to other people, seeing other uh, people in authoritative states is really beneficial. Okay, and so then we'll jump over to the alternative progressive model. And in my opinion, some of the the benefits or the pros, if you will, would be it's more of an individualized approach to learning. It's not like a cookie cutter, same thing for all 30 kids in the room or whatever. Like a lot of times it can be more tailored to each kid individually and what they need or how they learn, um, which I think is a big positive for all of them. But um, another positive would be, I mean, it depends on which exact model you're talking about, but for the most part, you're going to have lower ratios, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's in a micro school, which typically has smaller uh, 
groups they're working with or you know obviously if it's homeschool then of course it's yeah. very low ratio yeah. but either way you're you're talking about more individual attention more chance for questions and feedback um, and then I also just think me personally I think it gives kids more freedom and opportunity to be more creative and find the different things they're interested in and maybe even do more projects geared towards the things that they're interested in so I mean it, it depends again what model we're talking about but for the most part I'm very pro alternative progressive education models I and this just changed for me a couple of years ago I used yeah. to always think I was going to put Rollo um, in a public school and I never dreamed of anything else because that's what I did and I I mean I did have a good experience yeah so nothing wrong with traditional but my views have changed a lot for multiple reasons um but I don't I don't see myself I will never say never because you never know but I don't see myself putting Rollo in a traditional school setting yeah and I feel like you guys aren't a traditional family in the sense of (laughs) Like, just the way you guys live your life, y'all yeah. want to be able to go and do things. Right. And I do think it makes it easier with just one kiddo. Yeah. Because I don't, I mean, if y'all ever expanded, it might Hopefully. change. Yeah. But Hopefully not. It won't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, um, with having one kid, it gives you the flexibility to go do all those things. There's so right. many good curriculums, and some of them that <clears throat> the teachers can sort of follow in school. Sure. But again, you got one kiddo, and you want to go learn about rocks and formations and all that crap, you jump in the RV and you go yeah. to yeah. Grand Canyon. And For sure. Is, there's, yeah, it's awesome. such a good way. Well, especially with you guys being entrepreneurs, yeah. he can go down that road because yeah. y'all have some business knowledge behind that and you can actually steer him in a way that is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I do, I agree yeah. with you. I do recognize that, like, there is privilege in that right. and a lot of people don't have that. So, like, I understand. It's just not possible for everybody. It's not possible. And that's the sad reality for, like, literally everything. Yeah. But also, if you have the option to do that, there should be no shame in yeah. doing that. And you should, like, feel super happy that right. you guys can actually take advantage of those other options. For sure. So, I will tell you, maybe two years ago, I didn't know that alternative progressive models even existed. Right. I had no idea. I only knew public school and private school, and yeah. I thought that was it. Or homeschool, oh. right? I didn't know about that, but, like, I really never thought that would be yeah. in my future, which <laughs> now is kind of the opposite thought process. But yeah. back then, I was, you know, I was like, oh, he'll go to public school. He'll go to Valley View, which is where I went to school, and I had good experience, whatever. And it's a relatively, they have good test scores yeah. in this area, so yeah. I was like, he'll go there. Um, and then some other things happened in life. I I did want more freedom and flexibility like you were talking about, but also, I mean, this is a heavy subject, but school safety just became really, like, heavy on my heart, and, like, there was some bad shootings in Texas and stuff, and, I mean, I just watched the news for days and cried over it, and I was like, I can't put him in a public school. It's terrifying. Um, It's terrifying, and doing lockdown drills, because I got to do several as a sub. Did you get to do lockdown drills as a sub? I did not. I almost cried the first time. Mm. I don't know what I would have done. Because half the kids were just thinking it was silly and dumb, and there were a couple kids who were incredibly um, upset and worried about it, 
No, this is this is fake, right? This one's fake. No. Yeah. That one about broke me, and that's really really tricky. Which I can remember as a kid going into lockdown yeah. for some legit stuff. Like yeah. a guy had a gun. He was about a mile yeah. away from our campus, right. but they still locked us down, and we were on lockdown for like two hours, like past school getting out. Oh my goodness. Because that's he was terrible. just in the area, you know, and it ended badly. I think he. Yeah, I never, he didn't make it out, but... I never did it in person, but I did, like, the trainings, because I know you have yeah. to take, like, the training videos to be a sub, yeah. and even just, like, watching, like, the videos of them doing it was, like, terrifying. Yeah. It was awful, and, like, our... The assistant principal at that school, which I dislike for other reasons, but he was um, ex-military, ex-police, but, like, the guy that gives them all the bad, like, juju, mm-hmm. like, just a jerk about things... Mm-hmm. And he would just go and brag about all the things he'd done. Like, it terrified the kids. Mm. I was like, yeah, we used to do these lockdowns. And we'd actually have people going around with, like, fake models and stuff for all of our trainings. And I was like, bro, these, this is not appropriate right. conversation. Well, I didn't like it. And I have a law enforcement background. And so, like, I've, I've literally had to yeah. do trainings, active shooter trainings, where we yeah. practice, like, going classroom to classroom. And I know what the training is supposed to be, and I know what they're supposed to do, but I also understand that, and this is kind of yeah. veering into a whole different topic, but yeah. in a lot of ways, law enforcement, they've got their issues too, Yeah. and I'm also aware of that, and so yeah. I don't, I'm not saying I don't trust law enforcement, yeah. I'm not in it anymore, there's yeah. reasons I'm not in it anymore, but yeah. um, a lot of, kind of the same with public schools, a lot of times they just don't have the resources they need or the yes, training they need. And exactly, so yeah. there are issues. I'm not saying it's like individual people. It's just more of a system, systemic issue. There's a lot of that. Um, and so I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to place my trust in yeah. Rolo's safety and oh, yeah. people yeah. I don't really know, I guess. Yeah, I'm blaming you. And it's scary with their first, like just yeah. in general. It's just... So, I mean, like, that was definitely a thing because Jackson, I think, when did Sandy Hook happen? Uh, it's been a while. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what year that was. It, yeah, it's been a while, but I, don't I can't know. remember if I had, I think I had Jackson. Was it 2014? I think it was 14. Yeah, I think he was, like, a year old. And, like, when that happened, I mean, that rocked my world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to send him to school. But I also do think I feel a little bit safer sending them to school because of having so many people in the school. Right. So I think that affects my judgment on things too. The, but that was just for me. It was the Uvalde yeah, shooting just, in Texas, like kind of no. just changed everything yeah. for me. Was, like the, as soon as I started seeing that stuff, I was like, I can't. Yeah, I wanted I can't to throw up. Yeah, it was. I cried awful. for days watching mm-hmm. it. It was terrible, and because I was watching, you know, they had the the footage of in the hallways of the officers and, just, and I know what they should have been doing and they weren't and yeah. I don't necessarily think it was their fault it's, but yeah anyway it's a whole thing it's but anyways thing, yeah. that's one reason I'm very kind of yeah. pro alternative choices yeah baby's close yeah, yeah. And, or just like in a a different environment um yeah so I mean at this point in my life where I'm at Rollo's for his birthday, he has a late birthday, so yeah. technically he'll be like almost six before he would be starting yeah. school, so he's still got a while, but I'm probably more leaning towards like homeschooling hybrid of some sort, or there's a new micro school here in town, yeah. which I know we've talked about a little bit. If they work, this is their first year, so we'll see, but yeah. they have part-time options, so I was considering putting him there part-time yeah. and then the other part-time just homeschooling. 
um, partly because we travel often and I want to be able to still travel kind of when I want to. Yeah, it's so good for kids to travel. Can you define what a micro school is? So a micro school is usually it's a smaller group of kids, like say 15, Mm -hmm. 10 to 15, I would say 15 is probably like max. Yeah. Um, And there's usually a teacher or a guide. Mm -hmm. It depends. Like they're all run differently, but usually it's a, a smaller group of kids typically different ages together like elementary school would all be together like could be five through nine year olds and they're all like in the same think of like a one-room schoolhouse like kind of a micro school yeah okay like old old timey one-room schoolhouse almost yeah except for not old timey but you know what i mean i'm picturing it modern modern (laughs) one-room schoolhouse yeah Yeah, is essentially what a micro school is um there are a ton of versions of it but it's like homeschooling done by a more <coughs> professional person, and I mean that not offensively, because I know teachers homeschool their own kids, but um, it gives the parents the feeling of homeschooling without having to fully do it themselves. Yeah. And um, sometimes it might be an actual teacher, yeah. sometimes it might be, they call them guides a lot of times, and that's where the adult, it's more student-led learning. Okay. Yeah, and so student-led learning is a big part of the alternative models, Mm -hmm. usually. Um, So instead of a teacher, like, teaching the topic and then the kids just, like, taking it in. Right. um, The kids kind of, like, oh, they're interested in this, so they're kind of learning about this. and Or sometimes it may be they're learning online. Like, they're following some kind of online curriculum and the teacher's kind of there to keep them on track, but they're not really teaching, per se. Okay. It just depends. There's a ton of different ways it goes yeah. down but I've never heard of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, really it's a newer it's an, okay. yeah and yep. it can be really good for kids with different learning disabilities oh, yeah. and again it, it falls into privilege of if you can get your kid into one right um so some of them do have funding and that sort of thing um but if your kid's having trouble in public school you need to be able to have an open conversation with the teachers and potentially look for other options right um, and there should be no shame in that there i always hate black and white arguments saying that this thing is definitely bad and this thing is definitely good Mm -hmm. because there's so many gray areas i know ollie would probably do great in an alternative school um jackson would be a lazy lazy little jerk (laughs) like honestly there's no other way to say it like he is i don't want to say he's manipulative but he knows how to get out of work he is but he does so in helpful ways, so it's not like being, it, it, he's definitely like, he knows how to talk to his teachers for the most part, and like, right. oh, I think I can get out of this if I do this, and go buddy up, and, <laughs> um, so he does better when there's other kids that he sees, so he can kind of stay on peer level, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the things his teacher said about him during um, parent-teacher conference, great kid, super smart, lazy, mm-hmm. so and <laughs> and I mean a lot of smart kids are lazy because yeah. it's way more fun to play on your computer than right. it is to do work. So have either of y'all heard of Acton Academies? I'm not. Tell me more potentially. Okay, so uh, I had I'm I've gone down rabbit holes many times. <laughs> I do that a lot. But uh, so Acton Academies were started in Texas. And they're micro schools. Okay. They're not a franchise, but they kind of operate like a franchise. Almost like it. It's oh. more of like a network. Okay. But I guess kind of like 
how our after school business model is. It's like there's a system in place, but like we're all our own entities. Right. We have uh-huh. our different names, we're run by different people. Right. Gotcha. But like at the core, they're kind of the same. Right. Gotcha. You have the same support. Goal, yeah. Same so it's, it's like the same concept, but okay. for cool. a micro school. Yeah. And they're called Acton Academies, and they were started in Texas, I don't remember how many years ago, by this guy whose name I can't think of right now. <laughs> but uh, I've read his book, it's really good. But um, it started with one, and it was his own, and he started it for his kids, and then it just like took off. And so now they're all over the country, but basically they're you know student-led micro-schools, and it's like they have guides, they're not teachers, and yeah. they, they're like the mixed age groups Mm -hmm. and they do a lot of like projects um and they the kids just like lead the way like the the teacher is not allowed to answer any questions at all like they have to literally sign a contract saying they will not answer a question so like if a kid comes up to them and asks them a question they have to kind of like answer it with question to get the kid to like figure out how to do it themselves whether it's to go look it up themselves or to go think about it or go talk to somebody else like another kid can discuss it but like they they can't answer any questions (laughs) okay yeah which is hard for a lot of adults especially if they have like an education background oh yeah (laughs) like yeah that would be really yeah um and actually i know a guy who I originally heard about Acton's because of this. My, yeah. A buddy of mine down in Louisiana, he has oh, one. Nice. And he started it for his kids. Mm-hmm. And, and he has, I know him through uh, our business mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. He has after school program and stuff. But he also has his oh, Acton cool. Academy cool. at his school. Nice. So during the day, it's a micro school. And then in the afternoon, it's summer camp after school, martial arts. Yeah. So I originally, that was what I wanted to do as well. Yeah. Um, for Rollo, when he got school aged, your kid has to be school aged and you have to okay. be accepted into yeah. acting and everything right my thought processes have changed a little bit because yeah. i did want to open my own act in here in jonesboro yeah. but i don't think that's the way i'm leaning anymore i yeah. think i'm more leaning towards homeschool or that other lady who opened micro school because yeah. her concept is very similar to acting as well yeah she's just not affiliated with them um i've talked to her yeah. about it and stuff and she's great but we'll see her thing is still pretty new they just launched in august um, but, and they do badges too. So okay. I don't, so it's like a, it's a mass, I'm trying to think of what they said it is. They have to like master a topic before they can move on to something else. Yes. So like right. they do all their, their learning, their core learning, their math and science and was it reading? Yeah. What are the core science maybe? Whatever your core <laughs> subjects your core are. Subjects, yeah. Um, they do them online on the laptop. So they're on their laptop like two or three hours a day, and the rest of the time is like projects mm-hmm. or like thought-provoking yeah. subjects right. and where they're just discussing things. And, and they'll discuss like moral things, like, what is it? There's a, an example, like um, there's this guy on the railroad tracks and this train is headed for it. The guy's like tied to the tracks. Oh, is it the trolley question? And maybe. And you can like, you know, you can like switch the thing and save the one guy or and it'll kill like, yeah, yeah, like, what are you going to do? Stuff like that. Like, they'll have discussions like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, But anyways, they have to like completely master whatever it is they're on before they move on to like the next thing in math or whatever. Yeah. Versus traditional like classroom setting at public school. I know this happened to me a lot in math. Yeah. I would just kind of struggle through math. I wasn't really understanding it. I would yeah. kind of 
I would like just get through it and then we're moving on to the next topic and I still didn't understand the one before and yeah. so then I'm really screwed yeah like it's to avoid that yeah um, that was hard for me with math at least that has changed a lot yeah, um, small groups, which it needed to because I was the same way. Yeah. I could do algebra, give me equations, I can pull the formulas out, do all that. Great. Geometry, an angle. That's yeah. Me. That that's just yep. No, nope, don't get it. <laughs> Does not work in my mind. Um, but small groups is now a thing, and I know it's controversial. I actually really like Common Core math. Um, I I don't read, know much about it to be honest with you. I was very anti at first because mm-hmm. my friends were having issues because they implemented it terribly, but it was already so uh, controversial, it just never stood a chance. Right. Um, there are pieces of it that I don't like as much, but I actually improved my math skills when I was subbing for my fourth grade class where I was really? learning how to do things. I was like, why was I not taught this way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's actually one of the things that my dad, who has been very anti Common Core, I was like, that's Common Core, because he looked at Jackson's math homework, and he was like, I like that he could find the answer in the way that worked for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he proved it still. He didn't have to do it the exact same way. And I was like, that's Common Core right there, because mm. Common Core gives you, like, four, and it's not just Common Core. Like, there's other types of names sure. to it and all that stuff. Yeah. That's kind of how it's boxed in, with, like, the box and everything and, like, breaking the numbers down. Yeah. Um, it seems obnoxious and terrible to us as adults. Oh You're my like, gosh. you yeah. take the number and you add it. But what it does is it actually helps them learn the bigger math down the road. So it Uh creates like a stepping stop. Okay, so I actually did see this last week. I was at our uh, second location and I was doing after school and one of the girls had some math homework. Mm -hmm. Y'all, she's like a first grader. Yeah. (laughs) And she got her homework out and she was sitting beside me and I was kind of looking at it. I read it. He's like, what is that? I literally said, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll do first grader's homework. Because it was like, do this and do the box. I don't remember what it said, but it, she was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, what? And all like, the kids yeah. were like, yeah. And yeah. one of the older girls yeah. started helping her. And I was just sitting there watching them. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't know what y'all are doing. Yeah. It's, like, it's I literally magic. have no idea and what this do. is. But it helps with mental math because then it shows you how to break the numbers down in your head. Oh, so I was like, I can't help you. <laughs> I know. That's what I had. I'm so sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. When I was seven. The sixth grader was like, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know if she said comic core or what she said. But There's she was like, yeah, this is da da da. I was like, I don't know. I, what? Yeah, it was magical. Like, and not it was really like, good or I mean, bad, yeah. at the core, it was like five plus three equals eight. But yeah. I was like, I don't know what it's wanting you to do. But yeah, yeah. You have to, it was like you need to do this word sentence, and you need to do. It. I was like, what? I don't boxing and yeah, I don't know what's Box happening. out and all stuff. I, like, I don't know. It's it's cool. It's tricky, and this is one of the pros and cons. Of the sixth grader had to help her. I just yeah. had to sit there and watch. And you're like, also, teach me. <laughs> remember, the sixth grader looked at me. She said, "This is first grade." I said, "Yeah, I don't know." Well, I was sorry. Like, right. You know, what we were taught in first grade. A it's for Apple. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, yeah. No. School's changed so much, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, I really like it, and there are, it gives the kids multiple ways to get to an option, mm-hmm. and then the teachers have to do small groups now, so they have mm-hmm. their high kids, their low kids, and mid kids, um, so they're getting more attention, but also it stretches the teachers thin, mm-hmm. so that's where I come in with, are we going to finish cons yet? Yeah, we can. Okay, that's where I come in with a con for traditional school, is that we have so many limitations right now. Yeah. We need more funding. Um, they are very misleading with how the funding works for the schools. Um, we have principals who should not be principals. Um, 
as we've told stories about my husband's schools, um, a lot of times you get administration who hasn't been active teaching in years, <clears throat> absolute years, and yeah. it's not okay. Or maybe they've even never taught. And the right. boards and those like superintendents, they did their minimum three years teaching to get their classroom experience. Mm-hmm. 30 years ago and now they're in charge of something that they have no idea so they're about. like out of touch they're out of touch yeah. completely and yeah. then they, you know, it's a nice paycheck to be a superintendent and so oh, they sure. oh my gosh it's insane and then like at my husband's old school as a char- it was a for-profit charter school stay away from this um the principal got a bonus what is base. that what okay okay so <laughs> For like a private school? Yeah. yeah. So a charter school gets money from the state just like public schools. Okay. A for-profit charter school means that any leftover funds they have goes into the pocket of the company. So instead of and then a non-profit charter school that functions like a regular uh-huh. private or regular public school yeah. gets either moved over to next year's budget or gets to be able to put towards something else. So just so I'm clear, I yeah. want to make sure I'm following. You probably, yeah. A for-profit charter school. Yes. They state get state funding as well, yes. but they are, so they get yes. both. They get both. Got it. Um, so they Must also, be nice for them. Um, Oliver's education in the public school is so much better than what Jackson got. I mean, mm-hmm. leaps and bounds better. I will say charter schools are not common here. Yeah. Um, I actually had to, when I was really getting into learning about education mm-hmm. and stuff, I had to research what a charter school was. Mm-hmm. And um, I know yeah. some places they're like, I think yeah. they're done well. And yes. I've heard good things. They can be done um, I know so well. My, I have some family down in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I guess they have a bunch there. Yeah. And they have, like, cool ones. Like, my cousins go to some really neat ones. Yeah, and, yeah. like, they're... Because I, I guess for a long time I thought they were in private schools. Yeah. Like, they were going to schools that, like, are French-speaking only, you know. And I was yeah. like, oh, well, they're in some private school. Yeah. Nope. No, nope. turns out they're in a charter school. Yeah. You know. There are lots of really well-done And ones. it's free. It's free. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah. Like, it's it's like a yeah. public school, but it's a yeah. charter school. You have school. to, like, get into charter schools? Kind of, yes. yeah. Kind of, yes. You still It was like to... a lottery. Down yeah. there. It's different everywhere, but. Oh. Um, most of the time it is a lottery yeah. situation. <laughs> Charter. We were talking about charter schools okay. and yeah. how you need to do your research on them because not all charter schools are bad. Um, and there are benefits to them. And then I am on the line on the funding side. And again, just because mm-hmm. most of my people are public school teachers. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that public schools need to be revamped a little bit. Yeah. I think they're working on it. But again, we fall into the whole category of people being completely out of touch being yeah. constantly and I know a ton of great I know yeah. I'm, I'm not sounding very pro no, public schools but honestly um I know a ton of great people that work in the schools oh yeah um, there's so it's many not the more... people I have a problem with it's right. more this system yes and which is much most of us have deeper been. problem but um okay so I'm a I'm gonna list the cons that I yeah. think exist in public schools some yeah. of them Obviously, I'll hit the highlights that I think, and then I'll let you do the same for alternative. I love it. So, a lot of people in the alternative world say that public schools just exist to create more workforce, basically. That we're teaching the kids how to essentially, like, you know, take orders and be another cog in the machine so when they get out of school they're ready to go work in a factory or something like that. I agree with you. Yeah, so 
Um, obviously, I don't necessarily like that. Yeah. So for me, that's a huge con. Um, I think also a lot of time is, a lot of the kids' time is wasted in schools um, throughout the day. Like just in a normal day, I feel like a lot of time is wasted mostly on like classroom management, trying to get everybody to quiet down and okay, now we got to go over here and okay, now everybody needs to be quiet. Like just so much of that time is wasted in a kid's life. And to me, and you said this as a pro and it, and it is for some people and for others, I, I, I can see that as a negative. I, I do think uh, school is just a glorified daycare. Um, it has its moments. Yeah. Which yeah. for a lot of people, they need that. Um, but for those of us who don't necessarily need that, to me, it's more a con. He's just wasting a lot of his time there um, when he could be doing other things that he's more interested in. A lot of people also say that public schools or traditional schooling stifles kids' creativity and that overall, all kids are treated the exact same, even though, you know, all kids are unique. So those are all valid. Yep, for sure. So are you pro public school and you're pro alternative? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why we got this one going. Love that. <laughs> yes. Um, so good a lot of times what happens, I know that neither of my kids have had their creativity cycled yet, but I know mm-hmm. also it depends on the school. Um, and I definitely think I'm very big. There's a little silly like meme that goes around that everybody should have to go be a sub, just like you have to do jury duty. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see what's kind of going on so we can actually make change. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely been improvements on the things that you're talking about. Because those are the issues that I had before I had Jackson in the school yeah. and before I was in the school. Um, classroom management is an issue. That starts at home. Jerks. <laughs> no. Um, but those are all completely valid reasons like that is especially if you have the option to be able to go and take your kid out and not put them in there and like follow up um my cons with alternative schools are going to be consistency um and then the knowledge of the parent or guardian putting their kids into schools like what do you Mm -hmm. need to focus on because there's a lot more that you don't see um that goes into planning lesson plans that the kids don't translate they don't they're little teeny tiny changes mm-hmm. that as parents you don't know you don't notice until all of a sudden at the end of the school year they are able to do something put a project together do all these other little things pull out more information from what they're reading mm-hmm. um that again are small steps because they have to be um and those are things i've already seen in jackson this year but he's actually interested <clears throat> in reading this year for the first time mm-hmm. so the big thing is if you are going into an alternative option is to actually look at the methodology behind what they're teaching and why they're teaching. Mm-hmm. Reading is the most important piece. Um, that's actually all James cares about with school is that Jackson's on grade point with reading or on his like grade average. He's like, math's fine. He's like, I was already doing pre-cal when I was his age, but I'm just super smart. So he went to a charter school growing up actually. Oh really? Uh-huh. He hmm. went to public school through fourth grade I think mm-hmm. and then he got moved to a college prep charter school and uh, I mean he got a y'all don't do SATs here so that's not important he did no. really well the first time around without even I think he went in after having gone to a party the night before and like scored not Crushed perfect it. but pretty darn close yeah, to oh, yeah score. we did like, ACT yeah. yeah we did too uh, 
Yeah, so what are your thoughts on this? I'm developing my thoughts. Yeah. Based on, like, both of your opinions. Well, you also, you were in a public school, though, like, for a little while. Yeah, I... I was asking Danny what she thinks because... I think it depends on, like, your kid and, like, what you feel like your kid's needs are and, like, your lifestyle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I... But you've told me before that you did not have a good experience when you were... Not as a kid, but when When I was in in the public school system. Yeah. Yes, I did not have a good experience, but I... The school that I did my student teaching in was not a great school, and that's why I didn't have a good experience. But the schools that I grew up in as a kid, I had very positive experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think it was the school that I was at, and it was the environment that was very negative, and it felt very toxic yeah. in the public school system. I don't think it was really, like, the curriculum or yeah. like that Do you think stuff. that's why teachers get out of it? It's There's been a mass exodus I, of teachers in the last two years. I, I like. think that is definitely a huge part of it because that I mean it made me run. Yeah, it's just a lot of things that are making teachers quit because it's taking away the passion. I mean, think about why you started versus when you walked into the school. Oh yeah, and like when I was like, oh actually, I think I might like this when I first started subbing, and then when I got my classroom, I was like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> it was this is not helpful. Yeah, it was this shocking. Is awful. Yeah, like. <clears throat> Because I had something yeah. in my head, and then, yeah. like, I actually walked in, and again, I think it was my specific situation right. and my mentor mm-hmm. teacher and everything, but, yeah, yeah, I was just, like, deer in headlights. I was like, is yeah. this, like, what it's going to be like, and, like, are these the teachers I'm going to be, like, working beside? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was, mm-hmm. I was so disappointed. Yeah. There's a whole bunch that needs to, needs to change, like, yeah. today. Like, there's just so much stuff. Because, like, at my Ampro public schools, I'm also very aware of where the limitations are right now. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of things. Like, if I was a new parent with just one child, I would honestly consider doing homeschooling situation. Right, yeah. Um, but, again, it's just, like, you need to know, like, just what the curriculum is in general. And I think you'll be fine no matter what. As long as you are, you can't take a backseat to education at all. Like, yeah. with my boys in their school, I feel totally comfortable being able to just look over their work. They've got A's. They're talking to me. I'm saying out of the teacher's line, good. But if I was doing an alternative schooling situation, I would want to know everything. Like, I would just want to see to make sure that they are <clears> on part and they're actually learning and it's not just, like, go in, complete this assignment, like, what are the standards for it? Yeah. And, and those are all things to consider. Right. But, One thing I forgot to mention earlier with, yeah. like, Acton schools and other schools, too. There's yeah. actually um, a private school. It's about an hour from here, but and it's not an Acton school. But, like, no grades. Oh, wow. Yeah, they don't do grades. I think that can be a positive thing. It can be both. And I'm actually fine with no grades, just as long as you are tracking improvements. Because you can track improvement without grades. Well, I think I mentioned it. Maybe I didn't. But Acton, I I said uh, they do badges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's, like, not grades, but they earn badges. Yeah. And there's a bunch of them. I don't know what they all are, but it's, like, for math, like, level one yeah. or whatever. I don't know what they call them. Whatever. Yeah. Right? But they have to master the, that skill or that thing before yeah. they earn the badge. And there has to I think that's awesome. There's standards, yeah. right? Right. But, um, I and I think, really cool. I think the school I'm talking about, it's called Delta School. It's about yeah. an hour from here. I think they do some very similar things. That, yeah. I love Delta School. Delta um, School's awesome. It's cool. It's just too far from here. It Otherwise, really I'd probably put Ollie there. But, yeah. Honestly, I would have put Ollie. I think Ollie would have done great. <clears throat> Ollie does really well. 
just in general, he enjoys learning and doing right. like, his little projects. And um, even though they don't do grades, yeah. um, they still have kids go off to college. They do. And so I know a lot of people are like, well, how? Because there's no <laughs> yeah. grades, so they don't have a transcript. But they do They do have, like, a, I guess a transcript of sorts, but yes. it's more like a portfolio, I think. They do both. They have a way. Um, I've got a friend working in the social media and some other admin mm-hmm. stuff at the school. That's where this knowledge comes from because I grilled them. Um, they start at 10th grade giving them grades, yeah. but it's more, it's just like changing the methodology behind how they are presenting their graded work and like their portfolio and everything. So they graduate with a huge portfolio. Yeah. Awesome for artistic kids, yeah. anybody wanting to go architecture, mm-hmm. like all that whole level where you actually need to present a portfolio yeah. to show your stuff. Um, but they do start transferring it, transferring it into the like typical school style. It's not right. totally, but it's as close as they can get, I guess, while still maintaining their like. I guess I don't know what they call it. The like theology is religion. Uh, their school ideology. Yeah. Which that's cool. There, awesome. there's a word. It's like Isn't it like the Delta School. If y'all can open up a Best Kids over near the Delta School. And then she can be your regional. No, I want to open a Delta here. school yeah. here. That's what I wanted. Yeah. That's originally what I wanted to do, but yeah. I just, yeah. I'd rather be able to have my freedom than, yeah. Yeah. Be an adult. That's the yeah. main reason I changed my mind on acting. Yeah. So challenges with the alternative is really just making sure that your kid is actually learning, like not getting so swept up in the projects and making sure there's actually something behind the projects because you can give a kid some really cool projects where they are mastering a topic, but then they get done with it and nothing's applied because maybe right. their brains don't work in that way. Right. Um, so that's something that you want to stay on top of. And again, like my husband said, the biggest thing is reading because everything is reading. Word problems are mm-hmm. reading. If you don't know how to pull out information from the paragraph you're reading, you're not going to succeed at all. Right. So you want to make sure that they're focusing on that. Um, there's lots of great resources that you can start doing. I mean, even with Lolo at this age, um, which I'm sure based on how I hear you guys talk, you're already doing that. Yeah. Um, and that's a huge thing. It's just teaching them to listen for clues, playing games, like I spy right. with stories, basically. Yeah. Um, but that's a huge thing to see because I have seen some homeschooling and some other micro schools that are cool in theory and I'm trying not to bash anybody because I think there are probably sides maybe that I don't see to it um it just worries me um that we could be sacrificing our kids education just for like wanting to do something different does that make sense like Mm -hmm. not not necessarily like in the best of ways like okay I want to do better for my kids we're gonna do this but then you miss a critical point that really messes your kid up later down the road and then also if you don't if you give your kid this great wonderful life how it should be going on vacations doing all these things and then they go and all the jobs that are available are factory jobs like what is that going to do to the kid mentally down the road see i i disagree with you there i don't think it's going to be factory jobs in the future i think it's going to be tech technology i think it's going to be ai i think it's going to be coding it's going to be things that don't even exist yet right that's what i'm hoping it's going to be podcast stuff like yeah. delta literally has a, a podcast studio they That's showed awesome. us yeah, oh, the yeah they're teaching them how to yeah. do podcasting which and they is can, like, crazy yeah. it's like their whole so cool. <laughs> right i need them to give me a lesson but That's no <laughs> well now i think there's always going to be a need for 
Well, there's all the, this goes into a whole other topic. Yeah. But on the off chance that the kid grows up, I'm like, oh, okay, now I want to be an accountant because I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just the expectations of life not having any sort of like consistency, I guess. Right. But that's not yeah. necessarily a bad I think that's more on thing. the parent, though. It really, really is. To establish that. Yeah. Because in, in whatever model they choose. Yes, correct. So, because I like. I've still got a little bit of time, so I'm yeah. not even 100% sure what it's going to look like for Rolo. I know it's going to be some blend of homeschooling and maybe something else, or maybe yeah. 100% homeschooling. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to have, like, outside resources because yeah. I'm not oh, going to yeah. just sit there and teach him myself. Like, yeah. I'm not that person. <laughs> I don't plan to be that person. I've yeah. never seen myself like that. Well, and I think something else important is, like you said right there, is flexibility. Like, if you – I think this is with anything – we get excited about ideas and then if something changes it like affects us like mm-hmm. to the core like this is supposed to be this way but we should never feel bad if we need to change our plans a little bit yeah. like if you, well that's why i said yeah. i'll never say never about public school because who knows we, we may homeschool a couple of years or one year and yeah. it goes terribly and yeah. then we end up putting him in school who knows who knows i can't there's so many predict options. i'm not gonna say <laughs> i mean but, there's yeah. just there's so many cool options that we have and it's just gotta try them because again you guys have the flexibility and the know-how to look through these different other options like you're y'all are putting in research to see which is going to be the best product yeah i think at the end of the day like there's no 100 right or wrong answer i think you have to look at your family and your lifestyle and see what's going to work best for you guys and then just leave the clutter out like don't worry like don't let someone make you don't let someone make you feel bad for going to public school and don't let someone make you feel bad for homeschooling yeah Yeah. do your research on everything because like i mentioned i didn't even know this other stuff existed i didn't know there were options i I didn't know how it existed before the podcast yeah like i didn't (laughs) know any of this was even a thing so you just have to do your research yeah read some books or whatever you want to do i mean there's there's whole podcasts about alternative education yeah. that I've listened to, and there's all kinds of st- I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, y'all. Yeah. There's so many resources, so. And it breaks down to just teach them to read. Yeah. Properly. Yeah. There's not just one. That. It's just there's no one bit. Yeah. There's not just one thing. So. And that's awesome. That's where we are now. Like it really is. Yeah. So, and, and I think uh, honestly, COVID helped a it little did. bit with that a lot. It's opening up other options because that's when I think pods became a thing. Yes. And in the micro schools, that's when and, and homeschooling mm-hmm. became so popular after that. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's it for education. We'll leave it there. Um, we'll leave the rest of the research up to you guys, but we're going to wrap it up with our little lessons in chaos. Today, we're just going to talk about each of our parenting hacks that we have that we think would be good or ideas. So I'll go first for mm-hmm. me with Rolo. Uh, and this is like yeah. currently what we're doing. We're turning everything into a race or into some kind of challenge. Like, yeah. um, I'm gonna beat you and I'm gonna get dressed first. And then he's like, no, you're not. And then he like <laughs> takes off to his room to go get dressed. And then it's like how I how I get things yeah. going in the mm-hmm. morning. And yeah. it could be anything like that. Or like, you know, you're not gonna beat me. And then he's like, yes, what? You know, and he takes off because he, he thinks it's a game. So I love it. basically, I'm just making stuff into games to things I need him to do though yes. that right. normally he would not want. Because then be it doing. makes it fun. Yeah. So that's my parenting hack: make it a game, make it fun, make yeah. it a challenge. 
make them seem like you're being competitive with them. They love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Yeah. Um, I don't have any hacks. It's all hard. Never mind. <laughs> um, no. Jackson is out of the hack age because he's 10. And so it's just talking and being real with him mm-hmm. is my biggest hack is we have conversations. And I always ask him, because he's asked me a few heavy questions. And I'm like, do you want a big answer or the surface answer? And depending on what's going on, mm-hmm. he'll say, oh, I don't really want to know because those eyes will get real big. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, but this is something that you do need to ask more questions. You can ask me later if you want or if you want to figure out a different way to ask me. Um, there was basically birds and the bees type question. Mm. Um, it wasn't anything too crazy. It, I honestly kind of forgot the whole scenario, but he was trying to make a joke that was inappropriate. Oh, That's yeah. what we're dealing with right now is there, he's trying to be funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then sometimes he is funny and I have to tell him that I'm sorry that I laughed at his joke because it was very inappropriate. Um, those are great. And then he just like smiles and he's like, what, why? And I'm like, okay, so this is why. Do you want more answers or are you good? Do you understand why you, this is X, Y, Z? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm good. And then sometimes it's like, mm, you got to go talk to your daddy about that one. I have literally told him. It's not for me. Match the parts. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, Love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then for Oliver, he is a, praise king so like Oliver I bet you can do this really well he's like yeah I can and so he likes his little like gold stars Mm -hmm. and so like I'll tell Jackson to go put his clothes away because the boys do their own laundry Uh, they don't wash it but they put their laundry away Um, I separate it and Oliver will put away his laundry it's actually done pretty well but competitive nature Mm -hmm. I'll tell Jackson to do it and Oh, I'll go do mine too, mommy. Awesome. Fantastic. I have to help you put the hangers on the bar. Yeah. But that's really it. My kids are weird though, and they're almost five years apart. So it's not quite like they were, you know, kids by themselves, but it kind of helps a little bit. For mine, I'm not a parent, but um, if I was, we talked about this earlier, but giving your kids binary choices. Mm -hmm. So. Um, things that your kids have to do or need to do that they necessarily don't want to do. Um, giving them two choices that all lead to the same end goal yeah. is really good. So then they Huge. feel like they're choosing what they want to do, which makes them want to do it more. Yes. So gives them ownership of the action. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And especially if one way is harder than the other. Yeah. You can time them. Let's try it the other way next time. Yes. And see. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> or I would even do that with, when especially when Rolla was younger, with getting him dressed. Like, I'd be like, would you rather wear this shirt or this shirt? Yeah. And then you'll pick one or the other. Yes. I think that's great. Yeah. And they're like, no, I want something orange. Because then they feel like they're in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Which makes them want to I still yes. do that with him, actually. But... Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Always. I do that with myself. Honestly. <laughs> of course, with adults, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that is our parenting hacks of the day. So that'll wrap up episode four. Woo! Woo! Awesome. Yeah. I'm very educated. So, <laughs> I will link any of my sources in the show notes for you guys if y'all want to check those out. Um, but yeah, otherwise, uh, you can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts on YouTube and mm-hmm. follow us on TikTok. And you guys have a great day. We'll be back next week. Our episodes are dropping on 
Mondays from here on out. Every Monday. Yay. So, see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.